G'day punters, welcome to another episode of the Mailbag Podcast. This podcast is supported by and brought to you, couldn't be done without, puntingform.com.au. They are a one-of-a-kind database which lets you get every kind of section or chop it up however you want. They've got class benchmarks and overall benchmarks. You can use the class, you can use the overall, you can do whatever you want. You can input your own information that you start to build your own database from which you might gain an edge and be able to bet. Um, it's also supported by betfair.com.au and Mountain Goat Goat Lager. When we drink, we drink goat. G'day, welcome to the Mailbag preview for Caulfield. Oh, it's like a big Vobus day. I'm not sure what they want to call it, but big prize money day, good meeting. Um, rail is out five the entire circuit. They're uh, starting on a stop five. It is cold and dark and a little bit miserable here in Melbourne today. Um, Obviously, it's not too bad, but it's going to be cold as hell at Cranbourne tonight when we get out there, and it's going to be pretty much the same tomorrow at Caulfield. Now, to preview Caulfield, I've got my man, Josh. How are you, Joshy? Very good, very good. Looking forward to tomorrow. A uh, little bit of a little bit of a warm-up this week with the Anzac Day card, which was quite nice, wasn't it? A very good result for uh, the... Movers, punters, and many other male punters. I feel like uh, we probably didn't get enough out of it personally, but uh, we live and learn. Um, we're going to skip race one. We're going to kick into race two at Caulfield. Now, Mandela Effect is the favourite, $2.70. Call it a day. Jess Eaton gave this thing an absolute peach last time, $5.50. Um, Bell Sonic, $6. Ocean Deep, $6. Renewal, 7s, and much longer the rest. I thought there'd be... Solid speed here with call it a day rolling forward. Ocean's Deep, I reckon, from seven might be positive. And horses like Holy Command and He Excels will allow them to cross. Not sure where renewal will land or Mandela Effect, but I think they'll get okay runs. And I've sort of mapped another Eclipse, which was hard to map. First Aussie start, I just mapped it sort of back fence. So anything you want to do here, Josh? Uh, Look, I thought uh, when doing the race, this morning today at 10, 11 a.m., I thought Mandela Effect was one of the better bets on the card in terms of a, night, a decent price favourite. Um, Scott Brunton, very good at bringing him across, has already run. Impressive win at Bendigo. Uh, looked like it had more to give. However, uh, they've knocked off the price and now can't really find value in it at 2.7 was 3.3. Um, interesting runner, I think is to see how it runs, is another Eclipse from the UK. Um, I have this, like, could easily be winning this by, you know, can easily win this race. Um, yep. depends, where it, depends where it sits in the run, if it sits handy, or if it's it's just snicked out to the back from one. Who knows? Where do you anticipate it will be positioned? Look, uh, I'm not sure. I haven't seen any sort of jump out footage or anything from it, um, but I think it will be taking... Midfield off pace, um, but if it's if it's on pace, I'll be having a having a whack away at the button in the in the run because I just think it's a it could be a class runner. It'd be one to follow anyway over two thousand meters. Um, outside of that, I can't really see much happening. I want to be on Mandela Effect over Bell Sonic. I feel Renewal is the interesting runner with the blinkers going on first time. Um, but yeah, I, I still stick by. Uh, as Mandela effect, because I think you get a better price bet for SP tomorrow morning. 
there's something in the in the grass in Tasmania at the moment because these horses are running better than they should. They're constantly improving. They're travelled and exploding. Normally they sit three wide the trip though, and this thing's not going to do that. I reckon I want to be against it. I think the price is too short. Ocean's deep. Ocean deep. I like hot. Call it a day. I like both will make their own luck. Call it a day was given an, an absolute peach last start, and I'm, I'm trying not to find like back horses that were given perfect rides, but it probably will be again. Same jockey, same sort of setup. Holy command, and he excels and sort of make it, make the jockeys on Ocean Deep and Call it a day roll along and set a proper tempo. But I think Bell Sonic and Renewal are both ready to to improve upon their last performances. Race number three, we've got Twitchy Frank. Isn't it ironic that Twitchy Frank was had been jiggerized? Yeah, it's just Frank. they've just called it Frank now. Yeah, they? it should just be called Frank. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Twitchy Frank, the um, ex weird residual grouse horse, two dollars and seventy cents. Think I'm dreaming. D Thornton, four sixty. True discreet. L Curry, who is. Airborne Lucas, six dollar chance. Spannerhead Geordie Childs, five fifty. Now Jordan, Jordan does a lot of things right. One thing I've got concerns about is Jordan. I don't know if you picked up on it yesterday, Josh, when he was rolling past us in the mounting yard with his assistant. If you're going to smoke a cigarette, like just suck the thing down to your lungs, please. Grown man, don't bump up, please. God, it was it's hard yeah. to watch, and they did that little. They'll spit out afterwards. Just suck it down and enjoy it. Some of us aren't allowed to do that anymore, Jordan. Anyway, River Jewel, Andrew Mallion, 550. Longer the last two. I thought there'd be... There could be a bit of speed early. There may be a mid-race slowdown, sort of 8 to the 4, because they'll fight for the lead here. True discreet should lead. Luke Curry doesn't fight for anything. He's just a little smooth operator. Twitchy Frank should cross it. River Jewel should be death seat, box seat. Depends how you look at it. Spannerhead, uh, I think, well, it might have to roll forward. Or if it if they're negative, then there'll be no tempo. You think I'm dreaming next and the other two further back. Uh, it's pretty hard to knock truly discreet. It ticks a few boxes. Uh, I'll be expecting to find it from the yard. Uh, I've got a lot of time for the horse, and I love these sort of races where I, I, I just, I, I'm concerned with Spannerhead's map. I think it, it it's the main threat to truly discreet. Josh. Yeah, I think um, I think it's pretty crucial on how Spannerhead looks in the yard. I think it's much better than these uh, Spannerhead, but it's also I feel like it's a little bit of a, a thinker. Um, soft five, it won at Flemington last prep when it finally got it together. Uh, that was off a very slow pace. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's the class runner here, but. But also, truly, just gets that lead on the rail. Um, the one that I find really consistent ratings behind is Think I'm Dreaming. And if there is that sort of, if there is that massive, you know, crazy tempo for the lead, this could just sort of sit in behind them, one back, one off, even if just smoking the pipe a bit. Sort yeah, of Geordie, Geordie Childs, is he sucking them in or is he just puffing them? Yeah, exactly. Dee um, Thornton. Thornton could just sit behind. Um, but I think I just think Twitchy Frank is almost poisonous odds here, um, as the as this as there's that sort of a pace up front. Uh, it's not going to get us an easy lead, but you got to respect its, its form. Uh, I think it's one at the track. 
um, tracking distance. I think the odds are poisonous. It, what, what have you got to respect here? That it was once with, with DK where you've got no idea what's happened to the horse. There's no way any of this money early means shit. No. It's been ridden by Anthony Darman, who slaughtered a horse on, on Thursday. What he did to Bass is unbelievable. It just highlights how much of a superstar mystic journey is, in my opinion. There are serious concerns as to the setup for number one. This, it needs a, a competent ride. It's going to be a tricky race, tactically up front. I want to be with Luke Curry. Simple. Yeah, also also note that um, truly discreet set in what we call, a lot of people on racing Twitter call the, the coffin, the death seat, <laughs> um, which I like to give a bit more <laughs> merit to. And and it's um, it's come out and won out the death seat, so you got to give something for that. And that was it was Empoy though as well, I think, potentially. Yeah. Top of my head, yeah. but Empoy at Caulfield is a different proposition to Empoy at Flemington. Yeah, he doesn't. He can't get his loss at Caulfield. It's it's, like, it's a lot. It's a lot harder to get poised at Caulfield than it is at Flemington. Yeah, yeah. Gary punters race four. Oh, the Sprout Tarwin leads the market two dollars and ten cents. Sacharo six dollars and fifty cents. Legulate, legulate. How you say that? Can you wait? Legulate, you number like. two for Brad Rewilla and the Kidnapper, $8. Shandy, Chris Simons, uh, $11. And Wham, 15 longer the rest. Now, you didn't want to talk about this race too much, so I'll quickly skip through it for the punters. Tarwin, I thought, could improve dramatically from the yard. I think it's, the horse has not yet reached its ceiling. Duke of Magnus, I don't think should be... It it's, makes it very hard to map these races and understand what's going to happen here because I, I thought that... Um, Shay Aiden has been suspended for like a, over a year. These mm. horses keep running. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, his stats are awful. He's going at the worst percentage of any trainer I looked at um, for this meeting. Now his horse, Duke of Magnus, has ability and will be positive in this in this race. Fiorentino should be forward. I think Shandy, despite Chris Simons, will get run a race. This is a huge opportunity for Chris to be positive and strong here from four. Uh, it's quite a busy map behind it. Shandy and Mrs. Sippy, who Henry's actually quite airborne. Stats horse, Henry Doyle. Yeah. Uh, he, he might be back. Green Ivy gets an okay run. Tarwin and Candy Sense. Uh, tricky maps, huge ability, wham cast. Now, I am keen to back number 13, Shandy. Uh, right price to find out. We back this horse out of that strong maiden at Kyneton where it won at Geelong, I believe, movers. Um I think it's well placed here. It gets a nice map. Anything you want to add, or are you happy with there? Happy with that? Uh, look, Tarwin, Tarwin, I think was a black hooker of ours, and um, yeah, I think it's just under the odds, especially drawn in inside. It's going to get. Is that barrier with, with the lack of? There's a lot of slow horses outside of it. Yeah, both could get see sort of Tofane sort of job here. I think I think one to look at is Sakaro, which gets Ollie on for Archie. Um, it's just a that's a big it's the first time on, on the horse and um comes off I think it was a complete excuse job, possibly out of Caulfield. Um so yeah, that'd be the one. He goes up to the mile. Um that'd be the one for me. He gets the, the class jockey on. The blinkers go off. Uh so possibly hinting of a of a quieter ride. Um but the hashtag data, puntingform.com.au, is the database that I use. 
you should all use. Uh, it sort of made me question whether Shasaro with Oleon wants to be getting a mile or if it's more a 400 meter horse. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, a, yeah, it's questionable. Its peak figure is uh, at a mile, but the way it's running this prep, I thought maybe 400 is better suited. Um, Duke of Matt, there's a few horses here. Like, there's horses here that we, have, we don't know everything about yet. I think Shandy's the most exciting prospect. What did you think of, just quickly, Wham? Wham? Thing I thought it ran huge at Bendigo, with the, but it was a gigantic SP. Yep. Uh, it's ran well last night at Caulfield, which is the biggest figure it's ever done. The map's awful here, again. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a tricky map uh, and tricky race, really. Really tricky map, and I'm happy just back in Shandy. We've backed at bigger odds than it is now. Um, and just, you know, provided it jumps well and Chris is somewhat positive early, we should be, if good enough, presented at the top of the straight to win. I did think he um, sort of got caught napping that race at Sandown. He should have made a move just a little bit sooner, but it was a pretty positive ride by him. Yeah, um, just beat, And just beat, beaten by a better horse, Big Night Out, who, who ran well yesterday. Really well yesterday. Race five, uh, eleven hundred meter sprint. Hal Vorsen four forty. Columbus Circle four fifty. Thine is the power, four forty. Fondane, Pat Maloney, your mate eight dollars. Endahar nine dollars. And Spielberg, the original Tinder mail horse, ten dollars. Have you got any mail on Spielberg off Tinder, Josh? Uh, that mail's gone. I just like to maiden oh, mail. What'd you do? <laughs> yeah, it's gone. It was one and done. It was great. Paid anyway, for. we'll get the map out of the way. Jacinko should lead Columbus Circle. I thought we'd roll forward. Maybe sit OSL. Find Dane in the coffin. Divine <laughs> Tycoon, one back, one off. Zizi, Lafili, cast, Ashtrain, cast. How Orson, tricky map. Andrew Malian, scary, scary behavior. More bricks, cast. Spielberg, the Tinder horse, gets a nice run. So does Thorne, his power from three with Willow. Just needs a bit of luck, but he'll wait and he'll be patient. Craig, do you want to bet here, Josh? Look, I think uh, Columbus Circle was a coffin last start, if I'll bring that up just briefly. Um, and it ran well at a big price. Uh, so everyone seemed to forget about it as a big screw horse. But not, I think the man, not the Manny Well, I'm pretty sure we backed it. Yeah. Yep, you did. Gave it a nice push, so just added the confidence. Uh, depends where what Willie does and doesn't get lost or, or fancy with sign is the power. It's the horse I really wanted to follow. However, I'm not sure the price right now is the right price. As a non-winner, this prep hasn't won since it's about third start. Um, I would say one thing. It's going to go one way or the other. I reckon it's going to drift, firstly. Sign yep. is the power, and it's been drawn outside off the top of my head. Or been put in positions in the run of horses that were drawn outside. It's now drawn inside. So this could really improve it, or it might hate being inside horses as well as not get a run. Yep. Um, I think I do love Hal Vorson as a horse. Um, I would probably prefer to be on that rather than Columbus Circle. I know they're a bit of a discrepancy in the price, but um, I'd rather be on Hal Vorson. Just... Uh, it jumped well last start, and Malian just took it to the back when he didn't need to. It could have been more positive. I know it's, it's a finish-off horse, but it, it sat more positive against Tin Hat. Um, and it finished Senka behind it, and um, it has before. So I think it can sit more positive and possibly just lob over the top of these. So if I was to bet, it'd be um, 
Yeah, to be held awesome here. Very tricky map. My thoughts probably are by the many are male. I will adjust as the day unfolds. If fence is off like last week, but there's a bit more rain, so it's harder to lead and win like unlike last week. Then horses like Hal Vorson, Embaha, I'm a bit keener on. If it's on pace, I don't want to know about them. I'm sort of looking at Gentico, Columbus Circle, even maybe a horse like Divine Mr. Tycoon. It's going to get a nice run from two. Thine is power. Thine is the power. And Spielberg. Anyway, that'll do us for race five. We'll kick over to race six. Well, Prince of Sussex, you gigantic non-acceptor. $2.90. Sator- Sartorial Splendor, $4. Are you going to splendor in the grass this year, Josh? You're about the right sort of pedigree and age to do so. Uh, oh, mate, it is like, it is a group one card. It's like a Derby Day card almost. And, he, uh, but you're not I'll going, be, are you? I'm not going. I'll be in Europe. Because you hate it. Yeah, better places. Greener pastures. There's no way. There's no more, more lush than Byron Bay is. The last week of July, let me tell you. Stand to attention. Uh, the next in the market there at eight dollars. Flow Star nine fifty and Groot eleven dollars. High Tail Chris Simons nineteens. Sister for Luke Curry twenty six dollars. Currently with the tab longer the rest. Okay, I will attempt a speed map here. Sartorial Splendor from one has speed. MD. All right, MD's drawn on the other thing. Uh, Jordan Childs probably holds lead, I thought. Flow Star from six has speed. Oliver will probably let one or two go across him. Hika Express, Magna City, Oso Rewarding, and Geraldine's Jewel all have speed or will probably be forced to use it or be cast. Probably going to be unsuited either way. Sister and three legs in the air from four and five, I think, will hold lovely spots. Sister in the coffin. But in a big race like this, I think the coffin's okay. Prince of Sussex from 8MD. This is a real test for where Michael's at. This is a tricky, tricky map for a horse that's only let down once in its life. But Jesus Christ, it was impressive when it did it. Wasn't it fantastic that they scratched that horse from uh, Seymour that week when we were set mm. at $3? Fucking yep. hell. Anyway, first dawn, uh, I think gets a nice run. Stand to attention. No gear changes advised. Disappointed. Been in the black book for a fair while. Comes from a solid maiden. I think it's at Kyneton, potentially, off the top of my head. I thought he could roll. I thought it could be more positive early, last five, like two starts. So maybe it can here. Groot, okay map. Lucifer's reward, Hightail, cast. And then the others bring up the rear. I think there'll be really good speed here. Uh, I thought Sistar was a good bet here each way. Yeah, definitely with you there, actually. Um considering it had a quite, it was, you know, it was a bit of a sprue course, classic McAvoy sprue course. Um, I think, yeah, it'll, it'll map pretty pretty well. Um, there will be a crazy crazy pace up front, so it'll be interesting to see what Curry does on it. Uh, a lot of spruik about Tutorial Splendor. I think... Uh, oh, this is because the great man's just declared it. Well, yeah, Sadler actually said it. He's been pissing himself. Sadler's a bit at the pub right now just going, <laughs> can you believe it? Sad has said it's the best horse he's trained, apparently. So it's a bit from John. Feel sorry for a bit of uh, Nature Strip, who he's trained, and yeah, he, he's trained that. So I thought that would have been a better horse, but anyway. Um, Sad's is like my dad's age. He probably forgot. Yeah, true. And he's only had it for two starts, and I lost both times. Got willowed one. So 
not a great not a great record. Um, Hightail was the interesting runner who I thought possibly, but Gate Seventeen with uh, the Channel Seven presenter on board. Um, <laughs> Hang on, which horse is this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I'm not, and I'm not bagging because I know he gets a bit nasty at people, but he's got to be. Who does? Chris Simon. Well, that's yeah. always been all, that's why we've been all well. Chris, Chris, we're just talking about wagering. Yeah, we're talking about wagering here. Just I think he's an outstanding human being and and a Group One ambassador for the sport. If he gets this, if he gets this to finish in the top five, that'd be pretty impressive from from seventeen. I think um, Group was also an interesting runner because it's got that I am immortal form line. Um, so possibly looking at that. Uh, but this favourite is interesting. But with the two-year-olds, you never know. Loving Gabby was impressive, you know, on one day and then hasn't been seen since. I know it's been, been unlucky, but um, it's hard to keep a consistent sort of a let-down horse in terms of two-year-olds, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I won't be getting too involved in the, uh, the wagering space here. Um. Yeah, I'm tipping six star each way. I'd probably be happy to lay Princess Sussex up to like three dollars fifty. I think it's just all on Spruik. You can see the, you, we can also see the times. It's 2019. Actually, like I think it's a, the, it's the, a long way off, I, like benchmark. I think the horse I found was actually Flow Star. Yeah, it can who win. Who was a second behind Muse? Um, gets Ollie on with his old mate Clinton. Well, and it, and it maps it maps for the perfect Oliver controlling ride, you know. Yeah. Yep. Perfect so, yeah. to have him sort of one pair off the fence, horse with good speed. Yep, that's the horse that I'd be interested in if it ticks a box in the yard. Okay, race number seven is a two thousand meter race where Mister Quickie dominates the market at a dollar sixty five. Mahat Madias six three dollars seventy cents. Suppressor for Harry Coffee, fourteens. Runaway fifteen dollars. Barry the Baptist seventeen dollars and longer the rest. Look, I'll quickly do a speed map here. But this race is of very little interest to me. Runaway should lead. Remember the name gets a lovely run, and it's the only horse I could entertain as a bet. Um, Barry the Baptist next with Admiral's Draker, Suppressor. Street Spun, a bit worried about where it's going to land. Missed Quiggy from one. No speed in this race. Not ideal. Um, Mahatma Deus. Yeah, it'll be last. I, I highly doubt MD's going to kick along at a super super like speed here on um, runway. Uh, remember the name will be right on its back. If you need to bet, remember the name's the way to bet, in my humble opinion. Anything else from you? 100% with you there. Remember the name. Should get a nice ride. Ollie will put it in the right spot. Uh, interesting one, I thought, uh, was Suppressor. Hasn't been seen, you know, hasn't re- resumed to that Australasian Oaks form sort of since. Um, however, it does get back to 2000, goes back to 2000, which it won over the Australasian Oaks. And it does enjoy um, the soft, and it comes off a complete run of excuses. And Harry Coffee jumps on, which is not necessarily a positive, but not no, a negative. It's a negative. It's actually a negative at the moment. Uh, Harry, well, is he, it depends. I'm I'm panning. Yeah, I'm not completely. It does. It, it's a ploy to coffee. That's what I'm saying. That's it's a I'm what? It's, it's a it's a Michael ploy to coffee ride. So 
who knows? No, I, I'd rather have. Um, I'd rather have. Um, I'd rather be poised than coffeeed at the moment. The only thing is, I'll say, is that coffee rides his horse a lot, and I think there's a thing. I think that's a big thing. Um, that's probably yeah, sort of just missed in form is jockeys with certain horses, and when they've ridden them a lot, um, they know the traits of them. Um, so if it is, if it does kick into second gear, then um, it's just an interesting horse. But I'm with you there. Remember the name. First time 2,000 metres, which is quite interesting. Okay, race eight, 1,600 metres. Widgie Turf, dollar seventy. Waging war. Craig Willow Williams, five dollar chance. Think Blue El Curry, five dollars. Eagle Ridge, twenty ones. Casio, thirty ones. Laughing Air, forty ones. And longer the rest. Speed here. There's a little bit of it. All too hard to handle. An elite Drake should lead him up. Indiana Lily uh, could even put more speed into this. Never again in Eagle Ridge get lovely runs. Raging War, Widgie Turf, little bit of a tongue twister there. Both will land fence near the rear. Casio and Think Blue sort of midfield off laughing at last. I don't want to I don't know what to say about this race. I don't want to back Widgie Turf, but this guy gets him to he's a grand final trainer, as they say. And this is the best horse in the race by a fair way. So yep. do it I think that. to be to be honest, I'll be backing. Uh, I'd rather take Widgie Turf. Since Widgie Turf and uh, Mr. Quickie are similar prices in their own respective races, I'd rather take Widgie Turf. And I a think. thirsty, hungry, starving Brad Willer. And I think, mine. yeah, I think Brad can actually sit more positive. It actually sat quite quite a bit positive in its two starts before going up to the Doncaster. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, it landed one pair of one pair back despite, yep. yeah, no change and tactics. And it, it had that big battle with Ash Law the race before. Um, it was the fastest last 200 of the Doncaster, um, so you can't discount that. So that that just ticks with all boxes here for me. Um, if it drifts to $2 or something, I think it's just a crazy price, but probably won't. Um, so I think it'll get scratched here probably as well, uh, and it could end up starting SP 1.5. But it's a bet if you're getting $2 for me. Okay, race 9, 1,200 metres, and speaking of Ashlaw, it's third favourite here, $3.60. Miss Leonidas after a $21 SP Massive win for me and mine. He's now two dollar fifty chance with D Oliver getting on board. Iconoclasm, one of the champion horses for the residual Griasa in DK Weir. Now first up, New Yard, three dollars and fifty cents. Miss Vixen's been airborne of late, fifteen dollars. Late charge, Nikita Berryman, sixteen dollars. Longer the rest. Speed here, Josh, my man is. Far. Leonidas from 11 surely just burns across, but then it's D. D Oliver, so does he? Dunno. Ashlaw's quick. It won't be getting bullied here. It's got speed. Sarsaw? Sarsar? <laughs> the 8? Just look it up, punters. It's the 8. I don't know how to say it. It's got speed. Canelo's got speed, but they often a little bit scared and, and give way. Iconoclasm could lead this. Probably won't first up, unsure. Uh, Iconoclasm paraded awful first up last prep at Mooney Valley and was rolled by Merriest as dominant favourite that day. I think it's the most exciting horse. Miss Leonidas, hard to catch. You must buy the mounting out mail or get on course and watch it parade. How it parades is key. And if they all go forward and really put a lot of speed into this, Miss Vixen is airborne. Yep. Correct there. Uh, Miss Vixen 
will be lobbing it over the top if they go too quick and all gas themselves. Uh, I counterclassed them just seems crazy at the at the odds. Uh, I know it was a class runner, but I think this might be. I think it has one over twelve hundred, but um, I think it's a bit too sharp for it, and a lot of question marks um, with the new stable. Um, and I'd rather be on Ashlaw to bounce back. And um, however, the map map scares me. Um, but for me, I'll be. I think I'll be betting. I will be betting Ashlaw. I think I'll get a decent price. My money might come for Iconoclasm stupidly. Stackhouse figures are a huge at the moment. Yep. Underrated. I never those on a podcast, but I am. And, yeah, misfixing, like you said, if, if if the pace is on, then it can just lob over the top. Okay. And also, one, one, one I'd just like to say is, I don't know how, but I think I could find some reason to back demonstrate. I think it could it could get that fast pace. You sweet. Mick D might weave some magic, and it'll just pop through and... I think the tab might be uh, crying that they put up $81. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, my best bet on the card, race three, number two, true, discreet, I like. Also, I also like race four, number 13, Shandy has a little bit of value. And then I also am tipping and betting race six, number 13, Sister. Anything from you? All right. Uh, I'll just go race two, number one, Mandela Effect. I think you get $3 on the day is my best. I think I'm dreaming is a good bet in race three, I'd like to say. And to give someone some sort of value, uh, probably remember the name. Um, oh, good tipping. Like it. All right, guys, yep. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Josh, thank you very much for joining me to preview this meeting. I look forward to betting with you on Saturday. Guys, this is powered by Ponyform, ponyform.com.au. If you're going to use a database, get on there and give it a go, and betfair.com.au. If you like betting and taking the best odds available, that's where you should be betting. And also, go lager. Bye-bye.